Hey guys, this is Stacey Catmull. I am here as a shred fluencer and I'm also with LTS Mortgage and I am here with Chris Rico from Home Point Financial. Most of you have probably met Chris or know of Chris. She really is a legend in the industry and I have been crushing on Chris for so long. <laughs> I actually remember the first time that I heard her name. Um, she was working with a previous company and we we're having some issues with that company and Josh Pitts said, hey, you know what? We can get Chris Rico as our AE. And there was just no questions asked. It was like, bring her in. Let's do it. Chris is the very best. So I'm really excited to be talking to Chris today. Happy to have her here. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be on Women Crush Wednesday. Yes. I also have a crush. Oh. I've always I've always respected you and always put very good files together. And I love I love Shred. I awesome. love being on Shred Media. Very I'm cool. so excited. Thank you, Chris. Okay, so we just want to jump into it because you know this segment isn't very long. Um, Chris, I really want to know. I want to know your story. I want to know how you got started in the industry. And then just, I mean, not necessarily all the details, but just yeah. kind of, you know, how you moved up and how you became the Chris Rico. Thank you. Um, well, I started in the business in 93. Um, it was a refi boom. And one of the girls in my neighborhood's um, HR department was a manager of the of Mountain States Mortgage here locally. And I worked there for six years. And then I went to Freedom Mortgage with Kevin Gates and who was a huge influence for me. I was went from closing, funding, underwriting, oh, wow. and eventually um, from operations, he talked me into sales in 2001 when Red Hot Funding opened. Okay. So yeah, I was the top producer at Red Hot Funding of I all time. That. Red Hot. And perfect. then moved on to Stearns and was number one for nine out of the 10 years I was there. Awesome. And now I'm at HomePoint. Awesome. And all post companies are great. I have nothing. It was. It's all been great, great employment opportunities for me and great friendships. Oh, very cool. I really yeah. like that you said that. So Chris, I kind of want to get into um, some of the personal aspects of your life. Okay. I don't know if, I mean, people know you, you know, as a rock star AE, somebody who knows loans, but I know that in your life you've been through, you've been through a lot of things. And um, I'd love to just kind of hear a little bit about your journey. Um, one of the things that I really admire about you is I feel like, um, you know, some days it's just a struggle, right? It's just a struggle for all of us to, yeah, to do things. Yeah. But you have some health issues and you've had some health challenges that for me, like having those types of challenges and then still excelling in the way that you have would just almost feel impossible. So tell us a little bit about what you've gone through health-wise and, and how you have overcome that. I, I really think it all started, um, I, I was a teen mom. I got, I, you know, I didn't have a, a great um, stable household upbringing and that, you know, I ended up being a, a teen mom and it was actually the best thing that ever happened to me. It guided me and made me, that influenced every decision I made from then on. And he's a wonderful, amazing young man that's a loan officer that oh, is cool. also a coach for mm -hmm. Corner Canyon and is very well-rounded. Oh, I didn't know that. But he's kind. More than anything, he's kind and he, and he wants to learn. But I would say, you know, one thing I did learn just going through and, and being with other people that are healthy at the mm -hmm. same time, um, you know, one lady said to me one time, regardless, you got to get up and you got to make your bed every day and you got to put one foot in front of the other. And there were days where I didn't feel like it. I would get up and I would make my bed and I'd make it to the door. Mm. Those days I have to, I have to crush them. I have to, I have to persevere and I have to get up and I have to walk out the door. And that's that's easier now that my health issues are under control. Yeah. But there have been times where it has been hard. And for those that are dealing with them, you know, I wish them all the best and 
the best in success and happiness. Well, and I think that we all have, we all have our thing, you know, we all have our struggle. Like, you know, Chris has had to come overcome some health issues. Some of us may have mental health issues that we have to overcome. Some of us have, you know, marriages, some of us have, you know, things, we all have our things in life that are really hard for us. But I love that advice to just, you know, every day, get up, get out of bed, and make your bed. <laughs> then put your foot on the floor and get out the door. And get going, right? Get Hustle. going. Yes. So tell us a little bit about how it was for you as a single mom raising three kids and two two kids two and kids. raising to the top of your industry. How did you how did you balance that as a woman? Well, fortunately I had my kids in really great schools. Mm-hmm. So they had, you know, really good education during the day. And I did have a great nanny that helped after. But but it was there are a lot of times I look back and go, Well, those eighteen hour days, you know, I'm they're grown now. My daughter's eighteen and my son's twenty eight. Yeah. So I mean that that I'm missing that time. But I also know they know they're seeing me love what I do. There, you could never ask them one day if I ever hated my job yeah. or, you know, was negative about having to persevere. It, I love what I do. And I, I've told my kids, no matter what they do, do in life, what makes them happy. This is what makes me happy. I have such great relationships with my clients. I love helping them structure loans, saving loans. I love putting buyers in homes. I love so, that. Yeah. I, you know, I think that it's really easy for us as women, especially to have that guilt, you know, to have that mom guilt to yep. think, oh, I'm not spending enough time with them. I'm not teaching them the things that I should be teaching them. But I think that there's so much that is taught when they see you loving your life. It's so true. And it's excelling so true. in your life. And I do think I'm, I, you know, I probably didn't have a lot of, um, like I didn't do a lot after hours, right? Yeah. I worked and then I went home and I, I went with my kids. Everybody that knows me knows, you know, there's my kids and then there's work. That's, yeah. that's really what matters first and will always matter first. So that's awesome. What's your 18 year old doing? What's she up to? Is she going to college? Or? She is next year. Yeah. Okay. She's, she's, she's a, a senior. senior right now oh, at Alta. Nice. Okay. Been dancing since she was three. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she's, she wants to be a psychologist. So, oh, very cool. Very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So, Good. so I got to hustle. Yeah. <laughs> well, it gives us a reason, right? right. To do what we're going to yes. do. Yes. Um, so tell me, like, in all of the things that you have done, um, you know, all of the strategies probably that you've used to build your business, what is the one thing that has, that you feel like has, has taken you to the top of the industry? So if, gosh, you know, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, even, I would have said, as long as you answer your phone, as long as you take a look at whatever material they need you to look at, meaning, you know, the loan officer wants you to look at tax returns, um, you help them structure the loan, then you're doing, you're doing good. Mm-hmm. Now there's so much more that goes into it, but I still think no matter what, there is a benefit to having me local here and have me come in and do trainings on how to calculate self-employed income, how to calculate income for your wage earner that has two jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's my underwriting and, or my background in underwriting has helped me tremendously. And additionally, my closing and funding, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. feel like I have to go to others a lot for help, Mm -hmm. which does help me to get back to the the customer quicker. And I never say yes, if it's a no, I don't, if it's a no, it's a no for me. If Mm -hmm. it's a yes, I will give you a yes and help you put it together. And then you know, yeah, there's no, I don't know. Yeah. It's, if I tell you it will go, I will get it done. Yeah. So, okay. So let's go back to, um, the first thing you said was that you always answer your phone Yeah. and you always respond to texts. So even like in the evenings on holidays, on weekends, or do you, do you like set kind of a, you know, after this time, 
they can deal with it in the morning. So it just kind of depends on the day. I always have a, I have two auto reminders set up in my car mm -hmm. that I can select when I'm on another call. Basically just says, I'm on another call. I'll call you next. My clients know as soon as I get off, I'll call them back. Yeah. Or um, if that's, if they'll, or they'll respond to me and say, oh, this is what I need. Or you don't need to call me back. I just needed to check on this. Either yeah. way, as long as they know when they're calling me, if I'm just on the other line, I will call them back. Mm -hmm. But I don't really have hours. Sometimes I'm working until eight and sometimes I'm working till, you know, sometimes I am done at five and it yeah. really does depend on what's going on with my kids. Yeah. So uh, I do, if I, if I have the opportunity to do things with my kids uh, after hours, I'm going to do that first. Yeah. But I, I can still respond to text or take a call. They, they're used to it. I think that sometimes as loan officers, I do think it's so important to respond to text, respond to calls. Yes. But I think it's really important to have that, like when you're doing something that's, that's really important to you to just to take that phone, to not take calls, to not take texts. And for me, sometimes that's the hardest thing. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just got to respond to this really so fast. fast. Like, it's just, it's so important. It's really fast. But I've noticed my kids being like, mom, like I'm right here. Like, and, and then I'll say, well, this is a, and then I'm like, that's not important. It doesn't, it doesn't it's, really matter that much. It's definitely a balance. And I will say that I will say for an AE, that's probably the hardest thing. Yeah. Is we really are. When we say we're on our phone 99% of the day, we really are. Yeah. Um, either helping with somebody, you know, at the office, helping out our great team and our support team. Um, I, I've been very, very blessed over the years. I have great, great team with me now. I had team, great team with me in the future yeah. or in the past. And, you know, I think it's about building those relationships, having expectations that are manageable. I don't, uh, my assistant, I don't, she logs off at five 30 every day and I expect her to. Yeah. So that's, I'll take over from there. That's another thing that's hard for me too, is I'm like when, you know, I mean, I have a great processor. I can call her at midnight <laughs> and yeah. she'll answer the phone, but I, it's hard for me to just say, you know what, I got to respect her time too. And this really can wait until until the morning. So I love that you do that with your yeah. assistants and the people you're working with. So tell me, the second thing you said was that you're local. Yeah. So, I mean, there's lots of different companies out there and all of them kind of handle their account executives differently. Um, but I love, I personally love having Chris local. I mean, one thing I love about Chris is that she knows her stuff, right? She's, I mean, she knows her guidelines. She doesn't have to really usually ask anybody. She can give me an answer quick. But I do love that she comes into my office. I love that she is somebody that I consider a friend. We can go to lunch or we can hang out or or whatever it is. So how do you think that being local helps the loan officer that you're helping? And then how has that helped you, I mean, grow your business? Well, I think that there's, there's a lot of loan officers that work from home. Mm -hmm. And so I do feel like I try to ask those questions because I do really value getting to know the person that I'm dealing with. Um, you know, sometimes an AE strategy is to have a hundred approved accounts. That's never been me. I've always had, you know, 20 to 25, sometimes 30, but that's so that I can really, really focus on those people. Okay. Um, you know, right or wrong. It's, you know, I've always, well, it's worked for you. I've always been successful, I feel like. And so I feel like as long as um, my phone's ringing and I'm helping people out, then I feel like I'm, I'm winning. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then what about like the relationships that you build with loan officers? How do you go about, because I mean, even though we're not all account executives, right? We right. can learn from how, how do we build relationships? You said something that I thought was really interesting. I'm going to see if you even pick up that that's one oh, of the dear. way you build relationships. But so tell me what your strategy is kind of on building relationships. I, I try to get to know the person first because truly it is, it's an interview, right? For both of us right. there. I'm not, everybody's not going to like me mm -hmm. and that's okay. You know, I, I want to work with people that, um, that 
value what we have to offer. I feel like we have a great product mix. I feel like we have a great technology platform that is um, won awards and um, you know, you just have to take the time to get to know it just like anything else. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's, it's consistency. It's, it's seeing faces and, and that's the part I love. I don't, I've never been an AE that does not, that works for a, a different state. I don't yeah. know that I would be good at it. Yeah. I like to be local. So the other thing that you said is that, um, that you come in and you offer classes and you offer yes. education. Like that's one of the things that I feel from you is that you offer value. You know, you're not just coming in and bringing by a candy bar and saying, yeah, send me loans or here's our products. Like you're, you're looking at my business. You're seeing, you know what, these are things that might help me. And then you come in and you offer that value. And then I'm like, I owe Chris, like she taught me how to calculate self-employment income. Like I owe her, I'm giving her deals, <laughs> you know, like she helped me overcome something that's really difficult for me. And so if you realize that you do that, but you, but you do, and I think it helps Thank you build you. strong really strong relationships. And I do, I do like to send guidelines too, like yeah. just to point them out and say, Hey, you know, and I love those types of emails because there's things that I don't know I can yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. Save it, save it in your folder so that you have it because like me, you read it three times and it's memory. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So if you, I want to um, just give you a few minutes to talk a little bit about home point financial and why, and the advantage that loan officers have when they use home point financial. I mean, obviously you, is, I mean, is one of the advantages. But other than that, what does HomePoint itself have to offer loan officers? Uh, I, th I think we have a great product mix. I really don't think there's anything we won't do. As we, you know, we, we have non-QM offerings that have, it's our Edge 1 and 2 line. Um, it, it's a great offering instead of doing FHA with a, with a one-year bankruptcy. I've saved a lot of loans that just don't fit the criteria for that by going on our edge to product. Um, so we do kind of have that, that niche stuff. We go down to 580 on VA and FHA, oh, cool. 620 on USDA. And then we have incredible jumbo pricing, which people are always like, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. We do. We have incredible jumbo pricing. And then, um, you know, we have our, a combo, a TCF combo, which I've, you know, restructured a couple loans that were struggling with DTI and you put them in a, you know, 10 year interest only, payment plan for the second yeah. and it helps out. Or if you've got a high bow anywhere and we're over loan limits, it helps to do the TCF second. It's one loan with us, two loans. We, we do the work on the second loan and all the docs end up at the same place. So it's kind of nice. Yeah, no, that is really nice. That's awesome. So, I mean, great programs at HomePoint Financial, um, you know, great opportunities for loan officers to gain niche business and, you know, business that they may not, yes. may not before. But I mean, my really, support, yeah, my team is incredible. I, I closed my own loan with you home did, and yes. thank you. and they did thank a really you. they did a really great it job fast. it was fast and my rate was awesome and so but obviously one of thank the you. biggest advantage of using home point is that you have chris rico so thank you <laughs> and thank you for having me i'm yeah, so excited you're welcome. so before we go yes. if you could give one piece of advice to loan officers in our industry like just one thing they could do today to change their business what what would it be Probably, I didn't tell her this question, so this didn't. is this is off the cuff. I, you know, I think people always say I always call you because I know you're going to know the answer, and I think it's because my underwriting habits. Once a new out, you know, update would come out, yeah. or um, Fannie or Freddie would release something, or USDA, I would read it. Right. I would keep it and flag it and read it. Maybe you know they're missing that one loan because they didn't know the guidelines changed. Um, right now I would say read up on your rental income guidelines for Fannie and Freddie. 
Yeah, I actually have one right now with yeah. rental income guidelines that I'm like crossing my fingers that the that we're getting it right. And but. then and then if your client is a home point client, bring them back to us. We will pay for the appraisal if the loan is already serviced there. Oh, I'll get the cool. payoff for you that. in 24 cool. hours. We'll roll the escrows. It really ends up being a very low cost loan for the borrower. Yeah. And a free appraisal. Oh yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that. Bring them back. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. So if you're a loan officer like me, you may get those emails from your account executive and you may just, you know, skip over them. But I think that is really good advice. Like read your guidelines, know what you can and can't do and what you can offer. Chris, thank you so much you're for welcome. being here today. It was super fun. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You <laughs> I know. Right. So Stacey Catmull, Women Crush Wednesday. Um, we'll see you next Wednesday at two o'clock. Thank you.